Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. What a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hang. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Did, why do I always have a headache and I'm like borderline depressed? What's what's up with your head? I don't know. Like the past like four days, I've woken up with a headache. You've been getting m- headaches and migraines a lot lately. I have a feeling it's either your sleep or your diet. One of those two things. I think it's my sleep because I got a new water pillow that at first was like perfect. That sounds like the worst thing ever. Oh, no. Water pillows are great. I've been using them for years. But the thing is you have to get the level just right. But it's a pillow filled with water? Yeah. So it conforms perfectly to what you need. But the thing is that with this new one, when I got it, I'm like, oh, this one needs a lot less water than my new one. So I put in like, I don't know, like a half the amount. But then it started deflating a little bit. Like I think the, the fabric started settling, so I had to fill it up. And I think I have to top it up again. Why 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 a water pillow and why? Yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. My it's my, my chiro brother my chiropractic brother. Your chiro brother. My chiro brother my chiro brother. Uh my chiropractic brother, my brother who's a chiropractor, he suggested to me like a decade ago. And I've never find a never never been able to find a better pillow since. But you just have to get the water level just right. I, I, this morning, I know because like this morning, I, like I woke up at like seven a.m. like a bit of a headache, and then I'm I put deeply my... skeptical because for as long as I've known you, you've had like constant migraines. No, I haven't. Okay, fine, but it's when like, I was a it kid, happens. Though. It happens often enough that like it's not a surprise. Okay, fair enough. You know, like it's not like oh, are you okay? It's like oh yeah, you're having like one of your weekly migraines. <laughs> so like I don't know if this is good for you. That's fair. I'll look into it. Yeah, but like but like just this morning, like all I did was I like, put my hand under my pillow that lifted up a little bit. I'm like oh my god, this is so much better. I can feel the neck tension releasing so right. i was like it just needs to top up when i was a kid though i got a lot of migraines like it was worrying right like i think you're exaggerating with my weekly thing but when i was a kid i got weekly migraines I'm it's, not sure why. okay fine it's not weekly but it's it's like, again it's, it's often, enough that it's not a shock it's often yeah, yeah. enough that like it's it, it just happens a lot i i highly recommend a posturepedic pillow is that what is that i'm looking at your pillow right now yeah so like this guy it's from it's from uh temper Ah, T M P U R. Not a sponsor. Uh, not a sponsor, but it's a pillow that has. Let me just. This is a very visual thing. Once yeah, again, I'm quite. sorry, guys. So it's got but contours. There's a contour over here, and this is where your neck is supposed to go. Your head goes here. So basically, like, so there's a dip. It. There's a dip in the pillow way. where your head's supposed to go. Yeah. So yeah, essentially, like your neck is almost like uh, f- craned a little upwards when you sleep. Mm-hmm. But something about that's very comfortable. And whenever I get to use this pillow. <laughs> Um and 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 I sleep on it. It's 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 nice. Like you sleep I, on your back. I sleep on side, my back. Or does it not matter? I mostly end up. Well, I wake up on my back. So right. however I sleep, I don't know. But I mostly wake up on my back. And um, like it's it it's good for like 
Well, the reason I got this was not because of neck pain. It's because mm-hmm. of lower back pain. Right, right, right. Because I figured out a few years ago that a lot of my lower back pain came from neck problems. It's all, it's all spinal stuff. It's like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But it was just one of those things where like my brain just never put two and two together of like, oh, my neck doesn't hurt, but my lower back hurts. Therefore, my lower back is the sure. problem. I mean, but it's no. fairly unintuitive. Yeah, it's my neck that was the problem, not the lower back. So after using this pillow, it's kind of evened out a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I also need to see the chiropractor. I need to get some adjusted. When was the last time you saw one? Oh, a long time. More than a year ago. Right. So definitely not during Circuit Breaker. And even mm. before that, it was, yeah, quite a while. So I'm, I'm due for a tune-up, a little crack-crack. There's tons nearby. There's even a place, like there's a really well-known one called like Orchard Health Clinic or something. Right. Um, I think they're worth checking out. I've been meaning to go, but like the the the... What do you call it? Like the very first appointment plus like the consultation plus the adjustment, I think total is like close to 300 bucks. Yeah, it's a lot. Like and it's then the subsequent one is a little bit cheaper, but yeah. Yeah, it's a lot That's of That's why money. I was trying to go back to my old one. It's just kind of far from where we are. Like this is like it's times like these when like I, I want to use the influencer card yeah. and, I, and I know I can, but I don't want to. That's fair. Because I don't want to owe them anything. Yeah, that's fair. I just want to give them money and have them leave me alone. Very traditional yeah. way of doing things. Is it weird that I don't want to go there because I know they'd reach out and like, I don't know what, how, how like, I'll just say, no, thank you. <laughs> I think that's okay. Yeah. Just be like, I already have a thing that I... No, play. like, I want to go there. I've heard very good things about them, but they've also reached out to like offer things, but I don't want to like do it. Oh, I see. I don't want to like be there. Person. You want to be beholden to them. No, I just want to go there and get fixed. Just do that. And then when they ask me like, oh, no, thank you. And they'll be like, fuck you. And I'll be like, yeah, we're ready to fuck up me. my back. <laughs> it's like, he's like, he's he's cradling your head in his hands. He's like, are you sure? <laughs> you sure you don't want to give us some likes? It turns out uh, uh, you need a lot of force to snap someone's neck. When, when you they, mean like a 80s action movie? Yeah, or like a movie them? snap. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like a Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it just seems very unrealistic. You, you, you see it in like every other action movie and like turns out it requires a inhuman amount of force. Yeah, I mean the amount of force it takes to break someone's neck that way is probably the same as it takes to rip off their head. Probably, yeah. Right, because once you I mean, breaking the neck is the hard part. The rest is just like tissue. Yeah. This is weird. It's it's breaking necks and breaking necks and uh, uh, getting getting like knocked out with a punch. Yeah, those, those are, are the two movie things that like are they they were they 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 gave me a very unrealistic expectation of what hand to hand combat was me like. Me too. I think it's slowly starting to go away. Right. Like I think the break in the neck has been replaced by chokeholds. Mm. So that makes sense. But like the whole knockout thing, it just doesn't happen as much in movies, but it's still a thing. Like the Splinter Cell Metal Gear Solid, like chokeholds. Yeah, the just, back and just the MMA style fade away. Rear naked choke. Hmm. Yeah, you notice that? I think I just don't watch that many action movies anymore. That's like, fair. Not as many. I definitely watched, like, like growing up, Arnold, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, John Claude Van Damme, yeah. Bruce Willis. These were all like exactly. staples, like like almost like weekly staples that you would watch them on in some kind of movie involving some kind of neck snapping. Yeah, and now like, it's Liam Neeson, Denzel Washington. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> action, uh, action. The Rock, Chris Pratt, who recently got canceled and uncanceled. <laughs> oh, what was that about? Uh, it's, it's dumb. Like he, uh, he his Christian he goes, stuff. He, yeah, he goes to a church that doesn't support gay people. Uh. But he's never said anything about it. Whatever. 
Oh, jeez. Well, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the holiday taint episode. Yeah. Uh, Welcome, one and all, to the strange in-between of Christmas and New Year's. It really feels like we're... This is the closest yeah. you're going to get to Schrodinger's experience because it's like it's not Christmas, it's not New Year's, it's in between. You don't These know days don't matter. Yeah, you don't know whether to show up for work or take off or uh, just call in sick. My, my favorite is having existential crises. Yeah, yeah, just have one of those, and then you're good for the new year. Right. Just like, what am I doing with my life? Like, what have I done this past year? Oh, it's been COVID, and I haven't done anything, or I've done too much, or it's weird. Yeah. Is that, mostly, is that what you've been experiencing the last few days? I think it's a combination of a couple things. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of tension. Just a lot of like, like you know, like when you like, you know, the traditional nine to fivers will work really hard, especially around Christmas time. Then it'll ease up and then they have a holiday. Yeah. I think I ramped up and I haven't been able to like throttle off yet. Right. Like there's a lot of projects do, a lot of deadlines do, a lot of stuff I'm doing. Yeah. That's, that's just, that's, that's, uh, that's 2020. That's life really. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it's. I I was very grateful to be able to wrap up most of my deadlines by uh, before last, Christmas. Well, last night really. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was up. I was up to like three, four a.m. because I, I've been. I was holding it off, and I was supposed to do it. Like, um, I was supposed to give it before Christmas. But yeah, stuff happened. Didn't do it. Um, but you know, finally wrapped up most of my deadlines, and uh, I'm free for the next uh, five days. So yeah, hey, it's that's great. Yeah. I'm what are you doing? What are you, what are you excited to be doing? Nothing. Oh, absolutely nothing. Uh, but like the thing, I, I genuinely don't know what to do with my time. I know I don't want to watch more TV because um, the last few TV shows that I've watched made me just kind of snap into a reality of like, oh. of like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I'm just watching show after show and like, they're not unenjoyable. Like, I'll stop if it's unenjoyable, but even the enjoyable ones, they kind of leave my brain after like four days. Right. So like, what's the point? Yeah. It's kind of like, what's the point? I'm filling my head with pointless shit. Like, I still enjoy the medium of TV and movies, but I definitely don't need to be consuming that much of it. That's totally fair. You know? Any books you want to read? Um, uh, books are for nerds. <laughs> That's just wrong. Uh, I just checked out a book from the library. I'm only a couple pages into it, but I think I'm going to enjoy it. It's called If I Had Your Face. Mm-hmm. It was recommended by NPR. And it's about... Isn't that that Filipino singing show? No, oh, I've never heard of that. <laughs> Is that like The Voice, but I guess the opposite? Uh, no, there's a Filipino singing show. We've talked about this in the show before. Um, it's called um, uh, Can You Hear... Wait, what's it called? What's the sound of my face? Or can you hear my face? Or can you... can you Sounds just like the voice. Hear what my face is singing. It's something like that. It's a weird title. Is it in English? Yeah. Is the title in English? It's Yeah. Okay. Can you see my... Can you hear my face? I can't remember what it's called. But it's the Filipino show where like they have people dress up as other musicians... And huh. like also put on prosthetics of other musicians. Oh god! So like, ba- imagine like a Filipino man, woman, child, person TV, or you know, just like a Filipino person with prosthetics, like f- and dressed up as. I feel like, like was there Bruno like a Mars. child Michael Jackson? There was a child like Bruno Mars kind of thing, I think, or John Legend or something. I can't remember, but it's that's a show that exists. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know how to find this. I'm like Filipino show. Can you, can you hear my? I don't know. But anyway, if I had your faces about three girls living in in in, in today's Seoul, Korea, mm-hmm. and just talking about the the like the you know the culture of like 
of beauty standards and uh, uh, pros- not prosthesis of, of plastic surgery. Uh-huh. Yeah, it seems to be a pretty cool read so far. That's something that I've never really like quite grasped. Like I always hear that plastic surgery in Korea is like a sweet sixteen president, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Like, just kind of this rite of passage Which thing. Is crazy to wrap your mind around. Is it? Is it actually true, or is that one of those urban legends? No, like, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. especially if this book is anything to go by. They talk, they talk about. Uh, they talk about like eyelids. Eyelid surgery is probably the most uh, common one. Yeah. Uh, nose, make your nose pointy. Right. Jaw, but jawbone scraping. Uh. Yeah. Would you ever get facial reconstruction? No. Or, well, no, not I mean, facial reconstruction. Plastic at this, surgery. At this point, it's probably too late. Really? I mean, I got this face. I mean, yeah, no. Like, what? What if like you you just keep doing commercials, and then when you realize that you're you're not getting any more jobs because you know you've done too many commercials, you just change, just change your, your yeah, face, change your face, and refresh like new cycle. Yeah, I guess because I, I imagine I there's a thing if you are like someone that appears in commercials that at some point they don't want you in any more overexposure. Yeah. Well, I mean, if there's any time that's testing that, it's going to be this fucking Christmas time. Yeah, it's like here, I saw the shoppy. Here, the shoppy. I'm like, thanks, thanks for your support. <laughs> I don't know. It's like that. Um, it's like that stock photo girl. You know, like the yeah. Well, she's done not slowing down. No, she slowed down. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's not popping up anymore because throughout the entire 2010s, she was everywhere. Yeah, and now I she's... still see her from time to time. Unlike the old ones, right? But I think it's photos taken that were all around like the same year. Yeah, she doesn't exactly. look like she's changed at all. If you don't know who we're talking, we're talking about this vaguely Asian-y, white Yeah, you definitely know her. Her teeth are white as the She's in all the snow. Capital Land things and all of the... She has an Instagram account, you know? Like, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, and like people... She's very good humored about it. Like she just posts photos of people sending her her face all <laughs> over the world. It's, it's great. It's crazy. I remember I only ever saw her online, but then yeah, eventually I saw her in Singapore in like a Capital Land thing. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> Like surely they know that this is the girl that has that is everywhere. Yeah, but yeah. I'm I'm still trying to figure. Okay, it's called I can see your voice. The Filipino game show. I can show. see your voice. Yeah, got it. If you want, uh, if you don't want to sleep tonight, uh, look that up on YouTube. Can I see your Can I see your voice? Yeah, I can see your voice. I can see your voice. Yeah. Look is it a question up. or is it a statement? I can see your. Voice. I can see your voice. Yeah. Look that up on YouTube if you are um, looking for some nightmare fuel, <laughs> um, because. I watched it like months ago and the image is still seared into my brain. Oh gosh. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um it's, it's, it's since today is like the holiday yes. episode. I I don't really know. Like we're supposed to be like festive and shit, but yeah. this year has felt um like Christmas honestly just kind of snuck up on me this year. Pretty I think it much. snuck up on a lot of people. Pretty much. Like did you have any usual Christmas t- traditions that you usually do that were kind of stunted not really you know i mean obviously i'd probably if i had if i could i would fly back to the philippines um which i could obviously couldn't do but i had a nice long zoom call yeah um oh uh my my brothers were like in like a mini fight for like a year and a half Mm -hmm. like they didn't talk to each other but they reconciled this christmas so that was kind of nice like all of a sudden i got a i got a a a viber call because that's what they use in the philippines i guess or at least my family does that's like the purple one right yeah the purple one and like i saw my whole family in in one shot it it choked me up a little bit it was that was pretty cool Mm. um yeah are they they mostly in philippines right now they're all in the philippines they live like they all live like within five minutes of each other why were they on Zoom? Because <laughs> they're not allowed to leave No, no, the they, house. Were, they were together. Then they called me. Sorry. Oh, They right. called me on Viber. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So that was cool to see them all in one place. And yeah, my mom was like, yeah. It, and like in true can show form, they like didn't really talk about it. Just enough time passed that they were just like, hey, come over. And they're like, okay. They didn't talk about why they were fighting or, or, or close that loop. Maybe my sister's-in-law did, but right. that was cool. At least they got together. That's right. cool. Um, yeah, I think really. are always... Fun time in it. They're just weird, aren't they? 
<laughs> I'm so happy that like it's been a while since like my family slash extended family has had like some kind of feud. Like beef. The last beef was like it was it was like okay beef because it, it was everybody against one person, so it's okay. Like, oh yeah, you, it, and nothing else that unites the family. Yeah, it the wasn't net, like net yeah, positive. It wasn't like two sides like you know battling against each other. It was just all of us unanimously agreed that that guy's a dick, and right. we just kind of pushed him away. <laughs> <laughs> um, how how close is that? Like, is that like a cousin, uncle, uncle in, the, in uncle, that circle? Okay, my, okay, my dad's oldest sister's brother. Your dad's oldest sister's. Brother. Sorry, sorry. My dad's oldest sister's husband. Sorry. Okay, there it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad's oldest sister's husband. Right. Um, so it's an in-law, even. In-law. Unanimously okay. a dick. Because right. my oldest aunt passed away. He didn't even, like, pay for the hospital bills. Was, wasn't dick. even present for, for, for her passing. Like, was just very, you know, asshole-ish dick, throughout yeah. the entire process. That so, sucks. Um, that was the last time we had, like, a little family feud. But that was, like, a fun one. Because, like, fun. I say fun very loosely. Well, I mean, one, it's an in-law. So it's easy to, like, kind of, like... Yeah, but it was fun in the sense that like all of us would just bitch about him over dinner, right? So like you know, it's 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 like a nice, it's like, cathartic. It's like a yummy, yeah, uh, kind of. <laughs> Again, you're united in the fact of this little pettiness, yeah, that you but, get to you get to air out, yeah. So it's good. It wasn't really petty. He was truly a, he was a real dick. He was truly a dick. He yeah, still hasn't sucks. paid us back anyway. Hi, yeah. Um, <laughs> shout out, shout out. Um, oh man. But you know what I think yeah. we should do? I think because this is the last episode of 2020, I feel like we should like reflect back on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what were the highs? What were the lows? What do you want to talk about? Um, Though I will say that we need to talk about Soul because that's yeah. I guess will probably be the last movie I watched in 2020. It was my favorite one. Yeah, it's pretty by special. far. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I can name like a high and a low right now. The high would be. Um, uh, wait, no, I need to spend a bit more time thinking about that. I'm not okay, sure. What that I'll start. Was. Yeah, <laughs> my high was, and it was. It's cool. It's kind of inspired, but it's it's it's. I think it's intertwined with the ideas of soul. Is that so? This year, I think I talked about it briefly, um, and I can't wait to talk about it more in the coming months. But like, mm-hmm. I, I was uh, tapped. I was I was casted to play the. the what I thought was the lead role would turn out to be like pretty equally spread between five people, which I'm much more happy about. Uh, I was one of the main leads in this show. That's an indie TV show that hopefully will be coming to some sort of service nearby soon. Right. Tentatively called Uncanny Valley, mm-hmm. which I think will be the final title. But it was so cool. It was like the first time I got a chance to play like a main character on a TV show or like a web series. It was the first time, and I got to use my own accent. I got to like really act. Which was kind of cool. I don't just show up and do like three lines here and there, but like mm. I got to like, yeah, carry the emotional and the comedic heft of a show. It felt really good, and it was like a moment where I was just like, "Wow, I've been working for this for a long time, and I finally got it, and I just want more of it." You know, so that right. was really cool, and I can't wait to share it with you all, listeners, when it comes out. Hopefully, yeah. sometime next year, if yeah. it does come out at all, but it should. At the very least, it'll come out on YouTube, right? Because we shot five episodes, each one's about twenty five, thirty mm. minutes. So awesome, should be good. So that was a high. I think like my high, and this is gonna sound very like oh, okay, man. But like, uh, it, 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 like my my true high was that this year, I I think I had really connected with um with friends in a very in a very different way. Oh, like I I can't, I, I don't want to say that like I weeded out the ones that didn't matter. No, not at all. Like it's more so like like I realized. Um, the like why the people I kept close to me were uh, why I did so, oh. and like, I connected with them on a different level, and like it also this year also helped me like you know, I guess in a very plain way like 
in a very ruthless way weed out certain friends sure it's not so much that it was more like it just made me realize that like you know yeah there's some friends that are just like casual you just see them every once in a while right, right, they're right. just kind of like in your life because they were part of your life sure and then there's some friends that like you're that really you're you're connected on like a soul level on mm-hmm. like a spirit level mm-hmm. uh, in a level that is that that goes beyond just like you know the niceties of friendship sure you know like the friend cream rise to the surface yeah exactly this year, friend cream is a word <laughs> friend cream <laughs> yeah this year this year really um showed that to me because i went through some some real shit with friends and yeah. like some really difficult times some really wonderful times um and all with the backdrop of the pandemic you know and um i guess it just made me uh appreciate and deepen my understanding of these relationships and friendships yeah for sure um and that was something that is that I I thought I had experienced before, but I never experienced it with such depth hmm. as as I did this year. Um, and I say the low was, you know, my mom almost dying <laughs> because yeah. that's still something that I haven't wrapped my head around. Kind of hard to top that. Yeah, um, because a, a few days ago, like the doctor, the the doctor who operated on her actually did like a little debrief uh-huh. session, and yeah, he just straight up said like. That was a fucking close one. <laughs> yeah, he essentially just said, like, I'm not exactly sure how. Like, I did what I could, but I legitimately thought, like, it was it was done. Wow. Yeah. So that was that was nuts to hear. Um, and weird to grasp. Like, I don't quite know what to do with that information, you know? It's one of the... Like, it feels yeah. like one of those things that should completely alter my life and perspective, you know? that your mom was this close to to just like leaving this planet right um but but, but I, I don't know it's just i don't know how to process it i just it's i mean we've all just been spending a lot more time together you know because she's back yeah, home yeah. and all that uh so i have i haven't been staying at the apartment very much the last week or so yeah we've missed you um, that's fine though but um <laughs> the one comforting thing that i realized is that even after hearing about you know her near death experience, um, I, I didn't really f- like. I, I felt uh, sad, upset, angry, whatever, all those emotions. But like, I'd never once felt like uh, a sense of regret, mm. which was kind of nice. Like, I didn't feel a sense of regret. I didn't feel a sense of like, oh, like, things I, were left unsaid. I could have been there for right, her. Right, more. right, right, right. You know. It was nice to know that, like, it it was fairly consistent, at least. That's good. And that, like, we were there for her before, during, after. Um, it wasn't like a, you know, oh, she's in trouble, now we care, that kind of thing. Um, so I guess that that was a bit of a nice revelation that, like, you know, yeah, I have a relationship with my mom that is, um, uh, it's it's strong, you know. That's good. Yeah. Um. It would have sucked if, like, you know, at the end of all this, that, like, I came out, like, with regret or, like, thinking that, like, there was more that I could have done. Mm. Of course, there's always more that you can do. But, like, it's not something that is weighing me down. Um, but, yeah, like, that's, that's, those, those two things are definitely two very big things to chew on. Just in terms of, like, the friendships that you keep, the relationships that you keep. Um, these things are very important for your personal well-being, your mental health, all of that. And at the same time, just this new year going into this new year with a new dynamic in the family, you mm. know, with a new kind of like 
looming threat, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how to put it, but like, you know, the status quo has shifted. Yeah, your shit's sure. so deep. Uh, like, I think it's something similar. Like, because my mom, what, she was diagnosed with cancer three years ago? Yeah. So, yeah, ever since then, there's it's kind of like, same thing, like a looming cloud of mortality. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's good. I feel it's good that you, you like went through that and like discovered those things. I think that's really good. Also, the way you articulate it was very good. I feel like that's why you're the songwriter of this pair. But I it's just, also just because I've, I've, I've had a couple of days to like, like think about it, mm. um, like a little bit of a reset. Um, Are you going to write a song about it? That's a genuine question. Like, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, like, I, I was just curious. Cause, yeah. Because it feels like it feels very loaded with emotional. Yeah, I, I truly, whatever. I truly don't know. It's, it's just. I know that I'm still processing it because I don't feel like I have reacted with the proportionate emotional response yet. Interesting. Like, it's just so surreal. And right now, I'm just happy that she's home, just doing, you know, uh, like, the family is doing all we can to just, like, be there for her and everything. You know, you remind me of, you remind me of, and not, not spoilers, but, like, in Soul, yeah, after the main character, Joe... Like plays with uh, plays. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give away anything, but you know what? He's like, it's like, oh, I, he was, he said a similar thing. It's like, I should feel different. Do you yeah. feel like that? Do you feel like you're in the same space as that character in that movie? Of like, huh? And like in other words, is this just life? Like the goods and the bads? Because I feel like that character in Joe in Soul experienced the high that is the opposite of your low. Mm-hmm. And then he both you both artic- you both sound to me like, oh, I should feel different, right? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe the movie's just so close. No, I, that I, 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 I definitely, you know I, mean? I definitely feel different, but I also know that like I haven't fully processed it. I just right, know right, right, that right. like I haven't fully processed it. I take a while to like really break these things down. Like, um, yeah, because like I, I, I like to think that I live fairly consciously, but it takes me time. You know, it's yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't have that immediacy or kind of like engagement with everything around me where I can like break down something as it's happening right. or understand it the night of. But it's, it's, it's always like in retrospect that I look of back course, on it like a month later and go like, okay, yeah. this is where I'm at with it now. But it's interesting because like not to armchair psychologist you, but like you, you was talking about how like, oh, the love and the care we felt for each other was consistent before, during and after. Like yeah. that's quite a, a profound it, no, it, it was just because, I like I just, I just realized like, I think because I was thinking about like, oh, how come I don't feel like mm. worse? And, mm. and I realized, oh, maybe it's because like um, that attention never really fall. I, I didn't I didn't like, you know, suddenly pay more attention to her because yeah, yeah, she's course. sick. So like maybe that's why like um, it's felt fairly consistent. It's just yeah. scarier now. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I mean, like that. It's it's gonna be an interesting twenty twenty one. I think like there's gonna be a lot of, like, there's it, it, there's definitely gonna be a newness to it, like a freshness to it. But at the same time, like I'm excited because we everyone's basically been put through the ringer this year. <laughs> and how that like anything this next year brings can't possibly be that bad. Oh God! Don't jump cut, please. Please don't jump cut to, <laughs> to anything right now. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for one thing, wow, there's like less than two weeks left of Trump. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. I haven't, I legitimately haven't thought about that man yeah. in weeks. Which is good. 
Isn't it? Yeah, it feels it feels nice actually. <laughs> I feel like Though, no one even thinks about Biden either. So it's like it's that's it's double weird. great. But at the same time, I feel like Trump is like your your shitty uncle in law, where it's like we were united against him, right. and now he's kind of out of the picture. It's like, what do we do with all this energy? Oh no, no, no! I'm much happier. Like yeah, no, because as, as much as it was like people were united against him, there was also a lot of people that were united with him. Oh god! And that caused like a huge division in my understanding of the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. But yeah, so. Uh, since we're at the year's end, I feel like it's always appropriate to ask about resolutions. But I feel like this year resolutions are just a strange thing. Yeah. Like, it feels like we've lived through, like, cycles of, like, like multiple resolutions. Pretty much. <laughs> because, like, we've had so much more time to just, like, stew in our own shit. And it almost <laughs> feels like every other month is, like, a... Re- like, like a, like a like a new frontier, yeah. like a new unknown frontier. So like we're now that December is going into January, as much as it should feel like a brand new year and a fresh new start, it kind of almost doesn't. Yeah. It just feels like I think that's the part 13th of month of 2020. I think that's like, um, maybe that's a byproduct of COVID fatigue. I think that, or at least I think it, it's a contributing factor. Cause yeah, it, it feels hard to like ugh, reset. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe 2021 though. Goddamn dude. Like, more than ever, 2021, like that number looks like the future. You know what I mean? Right. Like I remember movies that were like in the year 2021. Yeah. Not exactly that year, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. Well, when were you born again? 85. 85. Okay, no. Then you've still spent more time in the in the 80s and 90s than you have in the 2000s. Oh, that's a crazy thought. Yeah. <laughs> wait. No, I haven't. Yeah. In a few years time, you would have spent, wait. No, dude, I was 15 in the year 2000. Oh, my bad. Yeah, sorry. Math. Math. Skill that I have clearly lost. <laughs> eh, it's COVID, no one needs math. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's... I don't know. What I will say, though, is that there's... I feel like there's a... And I mean, I think I'm coming to this realization now where it's like... After my birthday this year, uh, end of November, it's it's the first time where I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I'm getting older. Like, it really feels like a real, like, I should be my prime. And again, this is like soul talking, mm-hmm. uh, the movie Soul. It's just like, I feel like I should be in my prime. I'm kind of reflecting on where I am and where I should be and what I want to be doing and what I am doing. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's, I feel like I'm in semi-mourning for my youth. Mm-hmm. That's a weird way of putting it. But you know what I mean? I get what you mean. It's like, like, I, like closing you, the chap a big chapter, I think. Like, do the regrets outweigh the victories? Not really. You know, I mean, I don't no, even, I don't even that's, think that's kind of winning. Yeah, yeah, but I don't even think about it as regrets and victories, man. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting, but I think that's. I, I feel like I feel like I've been in a bit, a bit, a bit of a funk, a bit of a malaise, and maybe that's what it is. And I literally only came to that realization now as we're talking about it. It's like closing a big chapter. You know what I mean? I think one of the biggest things, especially in a career like this, especially in one that is as wide and fickle and so multifaceted like there's so many things that you can do within our world right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and a lot of those things are enabled and accelerated and catalyzed by youth yes youthful energy youthful just kind of (sighs) recklessness and we need to chase those goals we need to chase those kind of like milestones as much as possible while that youth, while that fire still burns, mm-hmm. you know? And at some point, that's going to taper off. 
And before it does, we really need to like strike while the iron's hot, that kind of thing. Yeah. If not, if you don't feel like you're able to, or if you don't feel like you can, or if you feel like you're burning out or, you know, losing interest or something, that's when you need to use that youth, use that energy and redirect it into something else. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of what I'm realizing with myself that like you need to redirect those energies because it's very easy to not so much get jaded, but get just kind of, you just kind of spiral into a funk, you know? Yeah. I feel. And, Especially in a year like this where it's where there's so little going on or like what's going on is a bit of a struggle. Like Yeah. That that that's what I've mostly realized about like this whole age thing. Yeah. Of like being young. You know, because thirty ish is still young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Like you need to take advantage of that energy, take advantage of that because like yeah, like you said, once time hits you in the fucking face like it's there's really nothing you can do about it once it happens but another thing that i've learned which i think is hopefully quite important is that as that flame of youth and the energy of youth burns off you start storing up wisdom Mm. and then there's a balance point where you have the energy and the wisdom mixed which is which is which is where i think i am i Mm. think that's why i think i'm at the prime like i have an equal mix of like youthful energy and a wisdom Maybe it's tipping more towards the wisdom area. I honestly so, like, prefer energy over wisdom <laughs> so much more. Like I'd rather have the energy than the wisdom because I feel like the wisdom is stifling. It's just different. Lah. It's like it's a how I, you use it. I guess. I mean, in the very practical sense that, for example, I've stepped into more behind the camera. Yeah. And instead of performing, I've turned into teaching, yeah. which are just as as, as, uh, as rewarding, which right. is good. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I honestly find the wisdom stifling. I find the wisdom to hold you back and to make you ask more questions than you should. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. interesting. No, That's I an really, perspective. Yeah, I really do think so. Is that truly wisdom then? Yes. Okay. Because you have the experience to know better. You have the experience and the wisdom to like understand more things and like ask more questions. Therefore, know more possible ways that it could go. Yeah. And I think personally, at least, it holds me back. I I really do miss that reckless energy of youth where yeah. like I but gave I think, less shits. But I think you you more than a lot of people I know have that energy of like just youthfully jumping into things, which is good. Well, yeah, but, but like less a, so than last time. Yeah, like it, it's which every, might like, not be a bad thing. Everyone start. I I, I think it's well, it's different. Like, it's different. I can't I can't change it right. But yeah. I definitely preferred that reckless energy yeah. when I was young. Because you think about things less. You think about the consequences less. You think about how people are going to take it less, you know, because you have less experience with that. Because you haven't been burned as many times by people critiquing or responding or having a say or having an opinion on something that you just kind of do it because you want to do it. Yeah. And not to say that as you get older, you lose that entirely. I'm just saying that when you're younger, that energy is something that you don't need. You don't even need to try to, mm-hmm. to, to touch. But I think, I think what you're describing is a transitional point as well. Because like true wisdom is, no, is then not needing that youthful exuberance. It's like, I don't think getting it right, but like, yeah, just using the things you've learned to create something more, more whole, more complete, more I don't know. I think guided. wisdom makes you a good teacher, but sometimes it, it stifles your like your flame yeah it stifles your ability i think like you you need to kind of like balance those things out and like reset yourself and find that energy again find Mm. that recklessness and i think that comes from discovering new things 
I think that comes from like delving into something that you don't quite understand or don't quite grasp yet. Mm. And that's when that reckless energy comes back in. That's when that like, um, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen when I do this, but I'm going to mm-hmm. do it. And like those, those things work the best in like the arts. You know, mm-hmm. when you when you don't quite know how it's going to turn out, but you do it anyway. Why I say the wisdom thing can be stifling sometimes is because with stuff that you're familiar with, the wisdom is what carries you. You understand with your wisdom and mm-hmm. experience how this is going to go. If you if you execute steps one, two, three, four, five, six is going to happen because historically that's uh, what has always happened. It's totally a perspective thing because I totally agree with you, except yeah. I don't necessarily articulate it that way, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing because one thing I've noticed is that. The, my work is getting less wide, like less broad, but it's certainly getting deeper. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, just an improv, for example, like I know it works and what doesn't work and what I like and what I don't like. My my tastes, I've been fully formed. My I'm always willing to try new things for sure. But the work I do is like, yeah, it's more deeper. It's more satisfying. It hits harder. Right. Right. But it's less wild. It has less varied, which I'm okay with. And I mm. think that's, it's just a different point of view, mm. I think. And we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Like yeah. you see something very similar with like because um, I watch a bunch of like uh, MMA, right? Uh-huh. You see something very similar with mixed martial arts as well. When like, for example, John Jones, mm-hmm. when he first came in, John Bones Jones, when he first started fighting, he I think he started like at a pretty young age, like like nineteen or twenty yeah, or really something young. like that. Yeah. And like you can just see it, you can see that recklessness exemplified. Like it's it's really like a physical manifestation of that reckless, youthful energy, mm-hmm. where he's trying all kinds of shit, all kinds of spinning shit, all kinds of flippy shit, attacking from different angles because there's this like lack of knowledge of what's going to happen mm-hmm. if you do X, Y, Z. True. As opposed to like if you watch him fight now, even though he's in his athletic prime, he's dominant. And yeah. he he just he you know he fights he gets the job done <laughs> like a like a person that le- has learned how to fight technically <laughs> you know like he just yeah, yeah, fights yeah, a fight and wins points and wins the fight because he has the wisdom because he has the experience and because he knows what to do to get the win right as opposed to before when he didn't and he was trying all kinds of things just to see what stuck mm-hmm. you know. I, I, I draw that comparison because I see that very much in like my own growth as an artist as well. Because when I, cause I look back at what I did before and there was just this reckless... I say I've been using that word a lot. I mean, find a synonym. It's just, just this... Um, Free. Fuck care. Unbridled. <laughs> unbridled, exactly. Yeah, you're a horse. Um, yeah, just this unbridled kind of energy. Like... like you know, now when I when I do stuff, it's it it still has that experience and it's being informed and it's it's mm-hmm. it's more finessed, it's more polished, of course, but it lacks that like it it lacks this raw like huh. energy. It lacks this raw electricity that I think um either you get from just youth and inexperience. Mm-hmm. Or a perspective shift. Man, you know what you're talking about? I think you're talking about why John Mayer went country. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was around the same age, I think, that you're at. 
right? That he made a shift from like blues and like pop to like straight up country music. Yeah, no, but it's amazing. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. a lot of artists do this. Mm, a sure. lot of musicians do the way they reinvent just themselves. Yeah, they just pivot. They reinvent. You know, whether the fans stick with them or not is a whole different story. But because the the previous thing got boring, like it got way too familiar. Yeah, like not to say that they're not good at that thing anymore or they don't like that thing anymore. It's just that that thing doesn't challenge them anymore. Yeah. Would you Would you ever pick up a banjo? I have tried. It's so interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's 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 a lot of like reevaluation and reinvention in my future. Cool. Um mostly st- like firstly like starting with this room. I intend to like fix it up a little bit let's in do the it. next few months. What do you mean let's do? It? I'll <laughs> help you. <laughs> Leave this room. No. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's just something that like you know just not not like a major renovation or anything, but I I I think it's a nice way to start the new year. Yeah. To kind of like um, neaten the place up a little bit because for the last few months my room has been kind of like a very mm, controlled chaos I'd say like a, like a cozy bomb shelter yeah it's like a controlled chaos but for the most part uh, things are just kind of strewn about doesn't help that my girlfriend also just kind of throws things all over the place <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like, I thought you were talking about repainting I was like I've never painted a wall before. no 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 it's just more like shelves and you know storage solutions yeah Things to clear all I'm the saying space. is if you need help, I will help. Things to clear the space, you know, things to beautify it a little bit. Uh, I think that would be like an, a very superficial but useful way to kind of yeah. like start that shift. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Huh. What, what do you intend to do to kind of like kickstart your year? Uh, or you just kind of go into it? You know what I'm pretty excited about? Um, it's kind of, we kind of already started, but me and a couple of friends started the Otters United Funny Club. Yeah. What which is, is a sketch writing group. So mm. the ultimate plan is to have like a live sketch show because that's what we're kind of into, but also like a YouTube um, channel, which we've launched and we have one video. Right. Uh, I haven't shared it with the Good Hang Gang, but I will. It was very good. Uh, we did like a little Christmas thing. It was really fun. Right. We did we did a Singaporean night before Christmas, so I'm putting a lot of energy to that. We've shot like four like very small sketches, which actually I'm like, oh man, are we TikTokers? Because each sketch that we've shot is like 45 seconds. So I'm right. like, that's a TikTok thing, right? About do, there, or does it have to be a challenge? Just please tell me you didn't do like TikTok acting. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's TikTok acting? Just bad acting? <sighs> it's like porn. You know, you know it when you see it. That kind of thing. <laughs> it's like, like it's it's hard to describe, but TikTok acting is. It's TikTok acting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to put it. It's like it's I'm like, watching up TikTok. All I really watch from TikTok is Bella Porch. I'm a fan. I like her. That girl. That girl nods her head. Oh right, but oh, the M to the B girl. Yes, but she doesn't do anything, does she? I don't. What do you mean? I'm not sure. What does she do? She does like covers of okay. songs and stuff. Right, right, right. And she does a little make. I don't. know. TikTok is so. It's so short. Like it's so weird. TikTok is definitely a strange thing, but it's a it's it's a it's a beautiful platform. I think like it, it has so much on there. Like yeah, I haven't really fully like delved into it just yet, but mm-hmm. I probably should. Right. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying for months now that I'm going to like spend like, like spend more energy on TikTok, but like that's my bad. Like it's a mix of procrastination, a mix of life getting in the way, and a mix of just you know a low grade depression that doesn't allow me to exactly. like, engage in social media very much because I feel like I'm tearing away a part of my soul and putting it in front of the world to see. See now that's yeah. no cap, but I feel like when you said you're going to do TikTok, th- that was cap. What I don't know, cap, no cap. <laughs> like it's uh. exhausting enough trying to like 
like keep up with Instagram for me. So like, mm-hmm. I, like I know that with TikTok, it's just I need to just put in that fucking effort. Um, that's my 2021 resolution: become a TikTok megastar. Do you feel like TikTok can like just disappear <laughs> overnight one day? That's um, what it feels like to me. Like all of a sudden, it's just like no one cares. Maybe it, that's because I'm so old. <laughs> like, I t- hasn't um, it? Hasn't it been like? Wasn't that like a threat because of Trump? Like, oh, because of Trump. Year? Yeah, in America, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I would say, hmm. Realistically, I would think it's definitely one of the more expendable social yeah, media. Yeah, it feels like account. a format that people get sick of more than like an Instagram or. A oh Twitter. no, no, no! It's it's not that people get sick of it. It's just that it's very expendable in the sense that it's not as interconnected. I feel like right. the way that Facebook and Instagram are so interconnected, yeah, is that if you lost that account or if that account disappears you lose a lot of functionality in life sure. i think not to say that tiktok doesn't have that i feel like if you are a proper full-on career tiktoker then mm-hmm. it probably has a lot of interconnectivity to your life of course, yeah. but other than that the average user on tiktok it's pretty much just like the average user on tiktok consumes more than they than they create okay you know whereas i feel like on instagram the average user consumes as much as they create i think Okay. Or like it's 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 closer. It's not as disproportionate. I get what you're saying. You know, because I like I know a lot of people with TikTok accounts that don't post a single fucking thing, but they can spend hours just watching and scrolling and scrolling because it's just this wealth of content uh-huh. and such a varied platform. Like it, there's just so many different kinds of video content. Right. Like there's food things. There's like inspirational things. There's like therapy things. There's uh like the art things, uh music things tit things uh now you're speaking my language yeah there's all kinds of things right um but it's definitely not as like interconnected to your life as uh, instagram i think help me figure this out so what is the main differences between aside from length what's the difference between youtube and tiktok the difference between like accessibility i guess just like this easier to make tiktok videos and youtube videos well no it's more like with TikTok, the big advantage is that it's probably the most powerful video edit, free video editing tool. I have heard that on, yes. the, on the App Store. Mm-hmm. It is the most powerful free video editing tool because you can like fucking green screen shit. You can like do all kinds of special effects, add music, mm. add all kinds of things. You you can you can do collage videos of other people. Like it's a very um, it's a very powerful video editing tool. There's a lot that you can do, right? And because of that, people find like you know you give the the planet a toolbox and they'll figure out a way to use it. And there's so many amazing things that people come up with. Mm. I I I love it. Like I think it's great. Like um, parts of it can be cringy, but so is every other form of social sure. media. You know, like people tend to focus on you know TikTok gross booby dances, but like it's it's a lot more than that. Mm. I think, um, yeah. I, I just need to like shift my own perspective on social media and just kind of work for it more. Yeah. Like it's uh it's a struggle. Like yeah, it's, I hear it's, you. it's 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 slowly becoming a struggle. That's another thing. It's becoming it did didn't used to be. It used to just have this reckless energy to it with like my youth. <laughs> it's all gone. But now it's, it's like over. everything I put up there, people are just gonna judge me. Everything I put up there is just gonna be yeah. Like it's it's you know, that's what age will do to you, I guess. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gosh. 2020. That's why you've got like 15-year-old girls putting up like 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 weirdly provocative dances on TikTok. Like they don't give a shit. Like 
but they should. Yeah, they should. They'll regret <laughs> it when they'll regret it when they're older. But yeah. that's kind of why that kind of content exists right. because like youth brings about a certain recklessness. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What yeah. we're we talking about resolutions? I can't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. How did we get on TikTok? How did we get on TikTok? Uh, things were yeah resolutions, and I was saying how like oh gonna make sketches. That's gonna be great. Right. Look out for that. I'll share the link. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. New Year's is coming. What are you doing for New Year's? I truly don't know. You have no plans? I no legit- family stuff? Uh, no, I mean, family stuff is always a default. Yeah. Um, definitely going to do that. But I just genuinely have no plans. I, 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 I just, It's been such a weird couple weeks that I just haven't made a lot of plans. Fair to enough. To be honest. I, I've, I actually have a bunch of like WhatsApp threads that I just haven't replied. Things that are fairly important <laughs> that I just haven't replied because I just haven't had the fucking like energy to... like. That's weird how we're such a thing. That's weird how we're such an in, is similar mindsets, similar brain spaces. I mean, it's not it's not urgent or anything. It's just you know, yeah, I, same I, I, I should reply. I feel like our cycles are matching up again. <sighs> uh. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is, but it's it's like I just want to kind of process the sure. year over the next few years I guess I don't really have any New Year's things planned you're allowed to do that probably just gonna hang with family and then like uh, the fuck I don't know fuck <laughs> <laughs> sure go go for a cycle or something I don't know sounds good to me man um, sounds good to me but yeah that's kind of where I'm at like uh, in terms of resolutions yeah sounds good mm-hmm Sounds good. Yeah, I'm being very distracted by that. Yeah, there's a is, very is loud that scraping? Is what is that? Is that a chain? Not a chainsaw. Is that a saw? What the fuck it, is that? It sounds like someone just found like a time capsule and they're just like trying to like open it. Yeah, they're uh, trying to like uh, sweep uh. away all the sand from the top of it. Sounds like a sander. Anyway, I don't think the audience hears that. I hope they probably do. not. Hopefully not. Yeah, but man, yeah. So audience. Hit us up on Instagram. What are you, what are you, what were your highs of 2020? What are you looking forward to in 2021? Yeah. I uh, think we'll do that. What, what did you do for Christmas this year? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we went to my girlfriend's uh, family. Mm-hmm. We, we did that on Christmas Day. Christmas Eve was just the two of us, Rachel and I, and we had dinner together. Um, we called our families. It was quite a nice, I mean, because of everything, because of the brain space, because of all the works and stuff, we didn't really plan a lot of stuff, which is just what I wanted anyway. Right. But it was nice. Were you able to do, like get all your Christmas shopping done and shit? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I got the mother of worst uh, fucking Secret Santa presents ever. No. I mean, I love these people who gave it to me, but they gave me a a, a perpetual calendar. In other words, a paper. It's like a paper calendar mm-hmm. that you can like <laughs> set the date and year and stuff on, like with mm-hmm. paper, as opposed to like I don't know, a digital. Anyway, and it's covered in vegetables. It's by far the worst Secret Santa present I've ever. It's second worst Secret Santa covered in vegetables. Yeah, it's just like a. Imagine an A4 piece of paper right. that has pictures of vegetables okay. and the date that you can set. But you, have to, but you have to manually change it every day. All right. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Why would you? Okay. Yeah. Who gave this to you? Just some friends. <laughs> some, some good friends <laughs> who didn't have time to shop. It's fair. No, I, I honestly think like it snuck up on a lot of people this year. Like It's just... Mm. it. I, 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 I don't usually do Christmas shopping because I... 
it's mostly I blame it on my childhood because I grew up in a church that was pretty much a cult and we never celebrated Christmas. So I had a very skewed perspective on we what Christmas is. We have to unpack is. that a little bit. Have Wait, I never what? spoken about this on the podcast? You, there is such a Christmas cult. There's such a Christian cult that doesn't celebrate Christmas because Okay, why? so like I went to like a church that was very straight up. Like mm. very traditional. Like women would wear like the fucking thing on their heads and everything. Like I did not know this at all. Yeah, it's very. It's a very straight up church. Like they, they would wear a yarmulke. It's almost. You like went to a, a synagogue, like a Christian yarmulke. <laughs> I have no idea what it was. <laughs> like a scarf, like a headscarf. It almost. Situation? It almost looked like a doily. I'm not too sure what it was, but like, huh. um, I went to a very traditional church. I grew up in a very traditional church. Um, no big band, no drum and bass, no like lights on the stage, nothing. It was just a room. A old lady on a piano in the corner and then everyone just singing the hymns and That's they were very right. and they were very traditional like they didn't celebrate Easter they didn't celebrate Christmas they didn't celebrate any of those I've, like, I've never heard that thing I've never heard so traditional that you don't yeah, celebrate yeah. holidays they never celebrated any of those Christian holidays because they none of it is in the Bible according Whoa. to them which is true like none of it appears in the Bible all of these things were like man-made dates of like okay we're gonna just use hallmark. this date to like yeah mark this all that stuff but they were like oh no we don't do that because it's not in the Bible so I just never grew up with Christmas being a thing like my fam like my, my family sort of ish celebrated it in the sense of like you know like decorate the house and stuff like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it was never like like we never had Christmas Sunday service or anything right, like that so right. it, it, like I, I always grew up with like Christmas not being that big of a deal. It was kind of just like a public holiday. Mm, okay. And like I like Christmas music and that's kind of where that stops and starts. So did that evolve at all? Like I just we just older? never really had like strong family Christmas traditions. Yeah. So like I've never been one to go like Christmas shopping. We don't exchange gifts or anything. Right. All the Christmas things that I've ever done in my life, all the traditionally Christmas things that I've done in my life have been with like friend groups. Sure. Yeah. Um, I later found out many years later that yeah, my church is the weird one, not the other churches, <laughs> and that like you know it's probably more culty than most. Um, it's not when it's, you say church, you mean like it's one building, like or it's like a sect of Christianity. I'm not sure. I'm honestly not sure myself. Interesting. It's a church that exists in multiple countries. Okay, so it has like. An organization, Scientology. Not about the Church of Scientology. That's why. This is why it. It really <laughs> looks like it. Like the more I look at the church that I grew up in, the more it feels like that kind of thing. Mm. Because like they also have like Bible study books that are from only like two or three very specific people. Interesting. Like very spe- like it's just like the same people write these books. Like it's very Al Ron Hubbardy, you know. So it's like I'm just not too sure. Like what. I grew up in. I just know that I don't really relate to it very much anymore. <laughs> wow, you got out, man. You went, you no, went clear? Like the other day, the other day, I bumped into somebody from my church in the supermarket. Um, they recognized me. and was like, oh, hi. I wanted to like say hi, hello, hello. And I'm like, hey, what's up? What's up? Uh, and before they left, I was like, all right, cool. Merry Christmas. Because it was Christmas. And they were like, da <laughs> And they just like looked at me and like, uh, 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 and they walked away. I was like, Oh yeah, we don't do that. Oh god. <laughs> like I forgot, but it was like, oh, like she just didn't say anything just to immediately me. Immediately started praying for you. I said Merry Christmas and she just didn't say anything. Like, uh-huh. And I was like, uh-huh. like, oh, right. Okay, I forgot how much I don't like this. <laughs> like how much I dislike the religion I grew up in. Oh gosh. Um but at the same time, um uh going back to my mom and all that, like mm. I I I I I haven't been closer to the religion that I grew up in than I have in the past few weeks in the sense that 
because my parents are still very, very strong believers. Yeah. Very much strong believers. And it's just, you know, it's their thing. It's yeah. their social group. It's like a lot of like their core. Sure, sure, sure. And it's just something that like I'm never going to argue with. It's just their thing. Yeah. You know? Um, and because we were going through a tough time, like I, I knew that that was the language that they needed, mm-hmm. you know? So like I... Uh, I, I turned it up a little bit, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, there was a lot more pr- like prayer. Prayer. Yeah. Uh, there was not that I don't pray. I still do pray because I still it's st- I still find it to be like a very, um, uh, what, what, what's the word? Meditational almost or very reflective. Sure. It's a, sure. I, I find it to be very reflective and useful. But um, I would pray as I used to do as a child. Yeah. And. Um, uh, I would also like play like all the old hymns like in the hospital room and everything. Fair. So I've definitely been closer to it than I ever have been in the in, in, for as long as I can remember at least. But um, it's still weird as hell. Mm. It's weird as all hell though. I, yeah, Christmas was never a thing. And it's so weird. Uh, I'm 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 ninety two percent sure this church is a cult. Is um, New Year's a thing? Are they like there's no calendar in the Bible? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they do like a New Year service or anything. Like, yeah, yeah. Do they believe it exists though? Yes, yes. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> they they believe in the concept of time. Sorry, I don't mean to be too judgmental. <laughs> I'm just very ignorant about this particular cult. Uh, I really don't know either. I honestly it's am not sure what it is. Like, it, I it didn't occur to me until like fairly recently that like my church is probably closer to a cult than most churches. You know? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Like a cult in like the traditional sense, I feel like most religions have a very culty aspect to it. Yeah, I know, I'm but just, mine was, you know, cultier than most. Like they more actively try to recruit people. Oh Is yes. Oh gosh. Oh okay. yes. So in, okay. Holy shit! Now that you're talking about that, back in uh, when we used to go to youth camp. Uh huh. Like okay, youth was, camp already is a red flag for me, but okay. But I think most churches do this. Like it's just a thing that they do if like like yeah maybe in church- Singapore and mine mine didn't. Yeah, over summer they would always have like youth camps. No, no not for me. Right. But like, you the churches Catholic. I went to were very... But you grew up Catholic. Yes. That's different. As opposed to Christian? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the Catholics, they don't want all the kids in, like, a big group. They want them individually in small rooms, you know? Oh, so. <laughs> Roman Catholicism. <laughs> um, no, but, like, um, when I grew up, when, when I was, uh, like, back, back in, during the June holidays, yeah. there would always be, like, a week in the June holidays that we would have to go for, like, youth camp. Right. And I shit you not, like... Several days during the youth camp, they would have these things called, um, uh, what would they call them? Uh, like, not it's not called outreach, but it's essentially that, where they would give us a bunch of, like, tracks, like a bunch of, like... Like pamphlets? Flyers, pamphlets, okay, yeah, yeah. and put us in the MRT station oh, and give shit. them out. Oh, shit, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> give them out. And, like, if we, ha- if we ever want to talk to anybody, if they ever, like, wanted to engage in conversation, we talk to them about it and, and talk to them about what we know. And if we can't, and if we can't articulate, we call an older person and they come to talk to them. And, like, holy shit, like, it's insanity what these people, like, make kids do. Huh. Kids that have no, like, better idea and, like, no deeper understanding of what they're doing. <laughs> like, so you're just there in the, you're just there in the MRT station be like, hello, miss, would you like to not go to hell? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, pretty wow, much. Wow, wow, Pretty much. That's very interesting. Yeah. I did that at one point in my life. It's insane. Wow. Yeah. And, like, like I used to be in it because, you know, you're young and you, know, you just You don't know anything else. And you, you're forced to be there. Sure. So you kind of just get into it you know right again you're talking to me i was an altar boy <laughs> yeah um so i get it yeah like i think i was in this up until like the age of like even like 15 16 sure yeah wow Whew. 
I feel like it's really weird that we haven't talked about this before. And we definitely have, but maybe not this in depth. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, I like I knew you went to a church. Like that's the extent of my knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Like I never I, I, I don't have anything against religion. I don't have anything against Christianity sure. or Catholic, Catholic any, like, nothing. Look, man, life is hard. Whatever you need, man. Whatever you need. Whatever you need, it provides community, it provides security, it provides like a a a a, a logical safety net, mm-hmm. you know, of sorts. Salvation, it provides salvation. Yeah. You know, gives you a guaranteed place in not hell. Sure. Whatever your preferred version of heaven is, be it the gates or the virgins, whatever it is. Um, the gated virgins? Yeah. Why virgins? I, I don't, they're fresher. Like they'd, they'd be bad at sex. I, I, yeah. <laughs> but they're untainted, I guess. I don't know. Like you, like you, you just have like below average sex. <laughs> yep. 72 times. The, the, and this never gets talked about. They're not virgins after you get to them, then I, I don't know. Yeah, like you run out after. I just realized they're like, hey, man, if you're a good Muslim, you get to have sex a lot. Like, they're literally like offering you sex. Like, be yeah. a good person, you get a lot of sex. But like, not good sex. At least not the first 72 times. Yeah. Also, there's some math problems here. And this is something I never thought about. Yeah. There, there are more women than there are men. Yeah. In the world. Yeah. So, what's going on there? What do you mean? There's a math problem. If each man gets 72 virgins... Right. There's not 72 more women than there are men. No, okay, but like... Are there you, newly but you, created but you kind of you kind of assume that, yeah, these are like magical virgins that exist only within the realms of, he- of like heaven. So, they're like virgin angels. They're like... They're like virgins that... Are 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 made from dust. They are beings that the only thing about them is that they're fucking virgins. They're essentially like sex dolls. Good lord. Yeah, they're like they're like religious sex dolls. Do women get seventy two virgins? Probably. That'd Do be they worse ever talk about that? That's way worse. That's way worse. That's way <laughs> that's like totally awkward. Seventy two nerd just dudes <laughs> just like <laughs> they want to play wow. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, this is a dangerous episode. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Hey man, this is the holiday taint. What did you expect? Things things just weird thoughts happen in the holidays. Holidays are religious, so eventually we'd go there. Um yeah. apologies if uh you're sensitive about any of those things. Uh we we're really not disrespecting we kind of are. But we're not we we don't have we don't hold anything against any religion. All religions are useful. All religions are good if 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 used in the right way, all religions are good. All religions are good, but the people in the religions are not necessarily good. People make religion I, worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. The concept of God is a great concept, though. The idea of a fucking sex doll virgin—that's a weird one. That's a weird one. That can't like, be right, though. Like, I okay, I understand it as like an incentive of like some kind of behavior, but I wouldn't kill myself for it. You know, like it, if, yeah. if if they said that, like, oh, if you don't touch. Uh, pork for your entire life, you get seventy-two virgins. A bit oh, okay, I can yeah. kind of get behind that. But like, if you sacrifice yourself, you'll get seventy-two virgins. I'm kind of like eh, the payoff is kind of like, yeah. I'd rather it, live than have like yeah below average sex it's seventy-two just, times. But it's just crazy that like, if you live a good Christian life, you get to be with God and have, have His love forever. If you live a good Muslim life, you get some fresh puss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Same God. <laughs> Oh, why have I never thought about this before? It's it it, it split somewhere somewhere down the Isaac middle. Isaac and Ishmael, bro. That's where it's split. Isaac and Isaac and Ishmael and Sarah. Yeah, uh, but that's a whole thing we should not get into. Mm-hmm. 
Um, oh boy. But yeah, I mean that 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 was the church I grew up in, and like the more I think about it, honestly, it's really screwed up that they do that to kids. Mm. It really, really is. Mm. Like I have nothing against religion, but I have a very I have very strong feelings against like putting. Uh, like like young people in positions that they can't control them. Sure, like, I mean they, 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 it's against their yeah, will. It it's really consent. is against their will. It's a whole consent thing, right? Yeah. yeah, and like especially when it's something that that meddles with like your conscience mm-hmm. and like your inner workings and like your fucking moral code. Like when it's something that deep, then of course they're going to want to be on the good side of that. So of course the kids are going to want to like yeah. uh, 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 comply. But at that point, you you're know? relying on your family, right? You're relying on your parents to be good people and who have thought about this on your behalf. Yeah. And then when you get 18 or whatever, then you make your own choices, I guess. Yeah. No, I, mean, I, yeah. I genuinely wish I were a religious person. Mm-hmm. I really do. I genuinely wish I were a religious person, but because I grew up religious <laughs> because i grew up i'm not religious not because, yeah because i grew up religious like i was completely disillusioned to it mm-hmm. because it's like oh no 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 i'm being forced into all of this like none of this was my decision if i had a decision i'd sleep in on a sunday morning yeah like none of this is my decision like it's so much more powerful when you find something for yourself and discover something for yourself i truly wish that like i discovered religion at an older age yeah. by myself that's so weird now that you think about that because I think... religious people seem so happy oh, religious yeah. people just like they have the answer to the big question and like to them that is the answer everybody has a different question everybody has a different answer religious people they have answered that question but it's not the only way to come up with the answer i know but like they seem to have a lot less to worry about yeah. in that sense you, you know? sound like cypher from the matrix <laughs> Like the meat's not there; it's not meat. Yeah. But like, you want like, it to like be. Like I just, I just truly get jealous of people get that, that are like deeply religious. I get that, and it's like, man, I wish that I didn't grow up religious and that I found it at the age of twenty-seven or something, and that would have deepened my experience of it so much more. Yeah, here's a thought. But because I grew up in it, like all of it's bullshit. Because like someone <laughs> just told me to do that thing, and I haven't done it for years, and my life has been exactly the same. Interesting. Well, well, here's a thought. Maybe I'd be more religious if growing up religious wasn't so fucking boring. Like, I want to sleep in on a Sunday. Oh, right. Like, every church, I would just dread it because it's just so boring. Right. Like, if I had a cool, like, Baptist minister who, like, sang and, like, sweat (laughs) and, like, (laughs) got me to say hallelujah, maybe even more fun. I, 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 yeah. But instead, it it was just an old white dude droning on and on It can definitely be dull, but I think it's, like, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just referring to like, because when I grew up in the church, I remember occasionally we would get like people just coming in for the first time. Mm. And and I would see them. New kind recruits. Of, I guess. Yeah. And I would see them kind of like transform over the course of a year. Like they'll oh. come in and they're like, you know, in their 20s or early 30s or something. And I would Born see them again. transform over the course of the year and be like, wow, that's kind of amazing. Mm. And like that's something that you that that they they would then use as a, as an example to strive for. Oh, you need to be like that person. But in my head, I'm like, yeah, of course that person like like dove into it fully because they're doing it on their own accord. Yeah, like they're choosing this. They're choosing try? to understand it. They're choosing to like be a part of this. Can you, is it too late? Can you just decide? Why can't I try? Can you just be like, I'm just going to go to synagogue. <laughs> like, just go... Just, I'm going to become Jewish? Yeah. Just see what happens. I you, don't think you can do that. Well, you can't do Christianity because you already did that. So you have to do yeah. something quite different. Like, it's, just just be fucking Mormon. Can't, can't you not... You can't just be Jewish. You have to be Jewish. Why not? You, you can't just become Jewish. Why not? 
Like if someone Isn't Judaism kind of like the most exclusive religion? <laughs> Look, I don't know, uh, but I feel like you know if you marry a Jewish, but you can convert, you know. Can you? I, I feel like everyone wants people to be part of their religion, right? No, in strict Judaism, Jews can only marry other Jews, and in very strict Judaism, rich can only marry the poor, and vice versa. You can't I've marry never someone. Heard of that. You, can, you can't marry somebody in your own income gap, it's uh, in nice. your own income uh, uh, bracket. Uh, bracket. Yeah, it's kind of nice. It's it's uh, Weird. how they spread the wealth. Huh. Well, yeah. that's kind of nice. Yeah. I can get on board with that. Right. Quality. <laughs> Plus, it ensures that I marry a rich girl. <laughs> now, okay, now I'm thinking about switching over. I really genuinely don't think you can. I think Judaism is one of those things that you have to be born into. <laughs> like, remember... That can't be right. It is. I'm telling you. Remember that Remember that thing in Orange is the New Black when that uh, lady wanted to become Jewish and then, like, like you can't just be Jewish. Oh, I think and I may have she, stopped by that point. And then she somehow proved that she was, like, 2% Jewish. Now she's on board. And then, and then like, they allowed her to be, become, like, be part of Judaism. So there's no, like, Asian Jewish people? No. You can't... That's you have to be born into Judaism. It's so interesting. Yeah, it's a very exclusive religion. That's why it's so hot. I'm also just going to quickly Google this in case I'm wrong because yeah. I feel like religion is a very bad thing to be wrong about. Can you, you convert to Judaism? Jews by choice. Uh, no, it seems that you can't. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You have to be of the tribe of uh, of who? Tribe of David? Yeah, Tribe of David. I, 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 I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, you can always become a, what you call a pastafarian. That might be fun. The, the people that wear the... The, the colander. S- the strainers on their head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Nathan's getting to a rabbit hole now. A formal conversion it. is also sometimes undertaken by individuals whose Jewish ancestry is questioned, even if they were raised Jewish, but may not actually be considered Jews according to traditional Jewish law. Is that like? Is there like a, a progressive wing of the? Uh, I think. Yeah, I think basically there is. There probably is a way to convert into Judaism, but it's not easy. It's not probably. as easy as like I accept the Lord Jesus Christ as my yeah, savior. I demand. I yeah. Okay. It's not as easy as that. You know, you have to like. I declare Judaism. You can't do that. Yeah, you got to okay. like go through a bunch of like hoops. Jewish hoops. Jewish yeah. hoops. Oh. Jewish yeah, hoops. <laughs> That's a good movie. Good band. <laughs> Oh, man. I think you have to get going, Nathan. I do have to get going. Yeah, but this has been a great episode. This, I didn't expect it to get so religious, but considering it's the, yeah, again, the taint of the holidays, is, I guess it should have been, you know, and it could have been anticipated. Yeah. But it's good, man. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you, Nathan, and to all the listeners. Have a, yeah, have a have a happy, happy New Year. Um, however the hell it is you're spending it. Go watch Soul. It would make you think. Oh, yeah, I want to talk you about feel. Soul for like a quick minute. A hot minute because it was yeah. so good and it really changed me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my biggest takeaway from it was that like, wow, Pixar is really just not giving a fuck about the kids anymore. <laughs> yeah, this was by far the most mature movie. <laughs> like, it's just like, this, there's nothing here. There's maybe like 2% of this movie is for kids with like the cutesy character designs. Yeah. But other than that, like, it's it's a lot to grasp. Yeah. But then again, then again... Kids nowadays are smart. 
Yeah. Kids nowadays have a lot more information. Kids nowadays grow up with a lot more understanding and subtext. Mm-hmm. You have kids, and I use the word kid very loosely, like even like younger people, like 13, 14 year olds, they they go into secondary school with a fairly deep understanding yeah. of gender politics totally. and racial politics. I, I also so, feel like this is a movie that's made for people who grew up with Pixar. Mm. People who were kids around The Incredibles, around Ratatouille, yeah, yeah, like yeah. us. Like this is for us. But yeah, but maybe kids are just getting smarter and they know something that we don't. Yeah. So like, by the time we're 70, kids' movies are essentially going to be like Citizen Kane. <laughs> oh, God. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. But you know, yeah, that movie really... I, I, I want to watch it again because I watched I was a little tired. I fell asleep during l- l- small chunks of it. Right. But it was so good. So moving. Uh, the music of... Combining John Baptiste with fucking Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross was like inspired. What an inspired choice. Yeah. To like the two different realms of reality or whatever has two different soundscapes. I love John Batiste's music. Like he has one of John Batiste has one of the most beautiful arrangements of mm. uh Blackbird uh that you can look up on YouTube. Mm. Um and he also has a wonderful wonderful fucking album um with uh Wolfpack Wolfpack uh guitarist Corey Wong. Oh, I'm so into that. That yeah. sounds great. So John Batiste and Corey Wong have an album of music called Meditations that came out this year. And if you're ever looking for something to kind of put in the background while you study, read, or even if you want to go to sleep or that kind of thing, if you just want to like have a chill kind of background music thing going on, look up the album Meditations by Corey Wong and John Batiste. I'll check that out because yeah. lo-fi hip-hop YouTube channels does some good work. Oh, but- no, this is not lo-fi hip-hop. This is just like, it's, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's like... Is it meditative? It's very meditative. It's somewhere between jazz and 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 uh, uh, like contemporary. Uh, it's just orchestral. I don't quite know how to place it, but it's beautiful, beautiful music, a beautiful album. Um, but yeah, the soundtrack to this, of course, amazing. But more so than anything, the message of this movie was so resonant. Yeah, extremely resonant. And I feel like to talk about it too much would be to give it away. Eh, I think it's an okay movie to spoil because it's like one of those things where like it, the, the plot spoilers aren't massive. No, like, but like even then, like it's the content spoil, like the spirit of it. It's like, okay, what can we say? It, it's, it's a meditation on purpose and just life about like what it means to be alive. It's like the most deep by far Pixar movie there is. One of the biggest questions that they ask is whether your talent, whether the thing that you think you were put on earth to do is that why you are on Earth? Yeah, you it's know? legit. The movie is about a, existence. It's, it's such a like. It's such an abstract question to be asking in a mm. fucking cartoon. Mm. Like this thing that you think that you were meant to do. This thing that you that you think gives you value or gives you currency in life. Is this thing your purpose? Yeah. This is this thing spark versus purpose? Is, yeah. per, is it the same thing? Like holy shit! It's, it's it, very it, nice. It 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 really is a very beautiful movie, and. Um, I think it's okay to spoil this very small. Well, it's a it. fair, it's a pretty big plot point Don't that they didn't it. give away in the trailer. But I, I'm just gonna spoil it. Oh my god! Too late. But uh, at some point in the movie, the the title character, I mean, the character of the movie Joe, mm. switches bodies with like a cat. Yeah. Um, who also happens to be like a different. Anyway, it's complicated. <laughs> but. Uh, essentially someone else inhabits his body for a short period of the movie. Yeah. And then when that happened, I was kind of like, oh. It's going to be this. We're going to do this. We're doing like some weird Freaky Friday shit now. Um, but no, they used that plot device like incredibly in well. The, in the best way I've seen it used ever. It like really opens your eyes. 
It was a beautiful I mean? progression of the story. It was a very natural progression of the story, mm. and to see how they how they used this trope to kind of like drive the story forward and bring it home. It was gorgeous. It Highly was beautiful. Recommend. It was Highly really, recommend. really beautiful. Even towards the end, when I thought that, like, oh, like, of course they switch bodies, so this thing at the end is going to happen, and it's going to be a big mishap. No, like, yeah, actually, no. that's a good point. No, it didn't. No, like, the thing at the end happened, and then the lesson is learned. I'm trying not to spoil it now. Yeah, well done. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I mean, I feel like uh, I haven't read much re- reviews yet, but like. People are comparing it uh, to like Inside Out and stuff, and a little bit of Coco and the sim- similar themes. And I stuff. honestly thought that it was happening in the Inside Out verse. I can believe that. Yeah, I can see that. Like I, I, I was looking for like a like a Inside Out cameo of sorts. Yeah, because if you think about it, yeah, totally. Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, Tina Fey. come Tina. on. They're going to host, like, Joy and the 22 are going to host an exactly. award show or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, it was great. And you know what it really, I mean, I guess I'm a little cliche, but, like, a broken record But, like, they made New York look like New York. It felt like oh, New beautiful. York. It was amazing. The animation, the, the lighting was, like, the last few Pixar movies that I've watched, like, they, like, okay, like you know, nowadays when you kind of watch movies and special effects, it's kind of just become this thing. Like, mm. special effects are just special effects. Now, mm-hmm. you don't notice them when they're good, but you notice them when they're bad. Exactly. But there's something about a Pixar movie, like, because you know the entire thing is fucking done on a computer, mm-hmm. like, when it hits. And it like hits when hard, it, yeah. And, like, when, when, it, when it really hits that sweet spot of, like, holy shit, you know? Like, like for example, that, that, that cat in Toy Story 4, you know? Yeah. Or... Uh, like the 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 nightclub scenes in Seoul, you mm-hmm. know, for example, or like the bus stop scenes in Inside Out, mm-hmm. like all these very beautifully lit scenes that are just that that look like it was shot on a fucking camera. Like, I love it during those moments that I just get excited by like the future. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, or the present even. Yeah, but yeah, highly recommend Seoul. Please check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's available anywhere. It's in theaters. It's a, you can, It's on Disney Plus if you can get up on that. So. Uh, Disney Plus is coming out in a few months, I think. Yeah, February. Like February or something, yeah. Yeah, we had a big box that told us so. <laughs> I might be doing a bunch of things with Disney Plus. That's awesome. That's exciting. Down the line. I'm not sure. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I just did something with them for Seoul. Not biased. I swear, this is not a sponsored segment. Like, I just genuinely... Look, if it's just that good, it just is that good. Love Pixar movies, yeah. Yeah, man. Sponsor us, Disney. If you're listening to this, sponsor us. I'm, I'm sorry we chat on religion. <laughs> I mean, if anything, I'm a, I'm a member of the Church of Disney. That's legit. Uh, <laughs> I worship you. I feel like you tell me stories that help me live my life. If we if we cut out that entire middle section of us like shitting on religion, there's a chance. Yeah, we could send this to Disney and like get them to sponsor us. Let's maybe. just send them this segment minus the part where we talk about another segment. But yeah, Let's cut out all the virgin. Talk. Honestly, if there's something that unites us, that tells a story, that helps us understand our life, that gives us morals to strive for. And understand that good can triumph over evil. It's the it's House of Mouse, baby! House of Mouse, baby! Disney! Marvel, Star Wars, it's all great. Thank you. Sponsor us. Uh, you have to go. Yeah. I have to pee. Mm-hmm. You guys have a good hang. Thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you so much for listening to oh, us. It's going to rain. It's going to rain as usual because Fucking why? It's Singapore and it's the afternoon. Every day. Er day. Raining. It's just, it's so gloomy. Every, every day. day. I'm pretty sure that has something to do with it too. You yeah, know, maybe a little seasonal bit. Seasonal depression seasonal and all that. depression happening. Yeah. Anyway, hope you guys are hanging in there. <laughs> um, uh, hope you have a wonderful uh, twenty end of twenty twenty. Uh, b- big ups to your fam, totes, and uh, <laughs> no, no, no cap on that one. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Thanks for the hang. Thanks for the hang. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hands.